Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Yeah. Everybody, we are back. It is taped on last favorite is podcast, favorite is channel, favorite is everything. We are back. You guys already know what to do. Hit the subscribe button. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Hit the like button if you like it. Hit the dislike button if you don't like it. Leave a comment if you like it. Leave a comment if you don't like it. Also, follow us on Twitter at the Mark John NFL for me, at BD Williams18 for BD, at Holder 95 for Matt, right? And also, of course, pandasubs.com. Use TDL for 35% off. All right, so that was uh, definitely a ugly, ugly, ugly loss. You know, you know, we had. I've been trying to gather my thoughts about this one for a while. I, you know, so we needed. I needed a break. I needed a breather for a little bit. We just couldn't do the instant reaction right away. I really had, you know, I needed time to breathe a little bit and try to figure out what happened. And I'm still a little lost. Uh, <laughs> I'm hoping for some help from from Matt uh, here. I'm hoping Matt has some genius here that he could tell me exactly what happened here. And uh, let me know uh, what, what was going on because you know I, I feel like you know they're really sluggish from the beginning. Uh, you know it was just ugly, ugly from the jump. I kind of felt it like you know after like the first drive, and then you know because Matt Collins kind of like slowed down on the the, the whole shot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he, he got to slow down a little bit, and then and then he missed it. I was like, oh, here we go. So, uh, Is- your guys' thoughts. I mean, to to take it a little bit like maybe too far extreme, like it, it feels like last week was fool's gold, like to the point where like like okay now they maybe they're starting to turn the corner, maybe they're starting to do the things like there where it's starting to click everything. Like the play you're talking about, Matt Collins tries to sit in the whole shot, Derek Carr keeps throwing it like he keeps running on it, and it's like it's just again the the theme of the year. They're not a team that's in sync, and here we are, almost in November, still waiting for them to click, and it's not happening. Like at this point. I mean, and you know, we were joking before the show about talking about the draft, but we're seven seven games in, yeah, with five losses. They had seven losses all of last year. Like mm-hmm. this is, like I think we just need to come to grips. This just this team is just not that. It's not ready. It's not ready. It's not that good. At the end of the day, not that good. Obviously, this team is you know like Matt. You just hit it on the head. They're struggling to get in sync at, still to this point. So whatever progress they make is going to be too little, too late. And it might even screw up their draft position if they start making good progress in this area. You know, I mean, what what's the chances that this team makes playoffs from here? I mean, would they have to win every single game? See, that's the thing. I mean, the, the whole theme before this, I mean, with the previous three games, like, oh, the progress they're making. I mean, they're they're averaging 27 points a game. They're they're doing this and, you know, they're, you know, they're, they're getting some defensive touchdowns. They're doing this and that and that and that and this. And they look like this – Maybe they're feeling themselves a little too much too, and who knows? You know, we made the joke on the review about Bourbon Street, but you know, uh, 
about the <laughs> to New Orleans and you know that 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 trip over there. And you know they they haven't they haven't played well on the road. To be honest, I mean the road has has, has been really on four on the ugly road, right? for them. Yeah, right. And they're, they're two and one at home. Uh, I mean they're they're basically a totally different team at home at this point. They're on the road. I mean they have the one bad half at home with the Cardinals, but besides that, they've been pretty lights out at home. They've been pretty lights out on the road. They're a completely different football team. I mean, we and we saw it today. I mean, they they traveled all the way to New Orleans, and it they it just, I mean, the offense that you know we saw the previous few weeks. I mean, who knows what the hell happened to them? I mean, the offensive line was leaky. Derek Carr's was missing people. You know, uh, you know, Devontae Adams is dropping passes. He can't get his foot down. So I said at halftime when he dropped that pass, I was like, oh, you know, you know, I I really can't tell you too much that happened in the second half at that point. I was trying to uh, see what happened with my parlays at that point, see, what, uh, <laughs> see what I was trying to hit on. I'm really mad the Cardinals didn't come through uh, for me uh, on my parlay. But besides that, uh, as soon as De- De- when Devontae Adams dropped that pass, I was like, you know what? He, he can't catch a pass today. He can't keep his feet in. Yeah. One catch for three We're not, we're not, we're not, we're not. I mean. <laughs> that, that, even when it, like, goes in the right spot and somebody can't come down with it, it it's – it's, nothing. Uh, nothing is gonna go right. It's one of those. One of those weeks. I mean, I think this is something that I really believe in. With as far as like Raiders, uh, as far as it goes with the Raiders, going across the country and playing the one o'clock start. That's like the toughest thing. Any any coach has to come in here and learn how to do. Josh McDaniels' experience, you know, with the Patriots, isn't gonna prepare him. For that that's like a uh, specific to west coast teams having to learn how to do that and it's clear he didn't have his team ready whatsoever right um to do that so that's an that's another thing i feel like it was uh under talked about it wasn't talked it wasn't talked about very much but that's always tough for, uh for these teams and correct me if i'm wrong that they, they haven't done that right so far this year they haven't done the one o'clock start on the uh they did go for uh, titans titans yeah Titans, Titans, Titans. Okay, yeah. so another another one. There you go. Yeah, yeah another one. They just couldn't put it together. I mean, two I mean point the, that two. game was not this one. Let's 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 let's, let's yeah. not get it twisted. This game was just unwatchable. This this, this felt like they're a three win team they, with the way they looked. So um, yeah, I mean, and, that, and that's what I was gonna say too. Is like, but like that's a it's a great like I like that's obviously like a reasonable thing to like consider. But like they came out flat in the second half too. Like at least in the Titans game, they at least came out hard. But I mean, to your point, BD, about like maybe it's like it's, it's something that's overlooked. Like one of the teams that are the best at going West Coast to East Coast are the Seahawks, who have Pete Carroll, who's a West Coast coach, been a West Coast coach all but his entire life, except for uh, co- except for coaching the, the uh, Patriots for whatever coach at USC. So I mean, maybe, but again, it doesn't explain getting blanked in the second half and not uh, not crossing the fifty <laughs> until. Jared Stidham comes in the game, <laughs> and everybody else. Is, and at least I'm watching Red Zone at that point. <laughs> Garbage time. I, I didn't watch that. I didn't, I didn't watch that. Uh, uh, you didn't I mean, watch Stidham, bro? Are you serious? No, I, Stidham, I, I, call I, yourself I, a Raiders I, I, fan? I just, I just call yourself a Raiders fan. I was trying. I was trying. I mean, you know, I saw the Panthers come back, and then the Panthers were my parlay too because they they couldn't make a field goal. It was it was just terrible. So Wait, you lost money on the Panthers? Yeah, man. The, <laughs> they couldn't make any pin out. I was like, I saw that pass right to DJ Moore, man. And then uh, Eddie Pinero, it just that, wasn't my. It just wasn't my. It just wasn't my. That's an all time bad beat because you had like they had two chances to win. 
Sorry, not to rub it in. Terrible. But yeah, uh, that at that point. Bad. But, you know, to me, just we talk about, we talk about, try to talk about schematic stuff here, I guess, a little bit. Um, to me, it felt like they had the same game plan they had against the Chiefs and against the, the Texans and against the Broncos is we're just going to play smash mouth football. And I think against the Chiefs, who are a really good run team, it ended up working. And I don't know, maybe that caught the Chiefs off guard. But the Saints, you know, I, I talked about that a little bit on the previous show I did this morning, is that they are a sound run football team. Pete Warner and DeMario Davis, they don't play around the run game. Those And we saw that a little bit. So we saw maybe they get a, a, a nice little 10-yard run, but then they get two two back-to-back runs where they're getting stuffed in this third and seven. And the Raiders have, not, have been sorry on third down all year. So that kind of crept back in a little bit. And those third and longs, you know, uh, you know, they, they've been hitting a couple of them the past couple past couple of games, but they actually haven't had that many of them either. And then we saw a lot of them. And then you see the offensive line starts leaking. And then, you know, if they want to throw downfield, you know, it, it's it's not it's not happening that quick. And then Marcus Davenport decided he wanted to have a the game of his life and just just was destroying Colton Miller. So it, it's yeah, it, it was just out of sync every, everywhere on offense, in my opinion. I think they just had a terrible. I, I think they had a, a game plan where like we're going to do the same exact thing to the Saints, and the Saints were like, no. I mean, we have the actual linebackers, which is the NFL doesn't have a lot of. NFL doesn't have a lot of those two tandem linebackers that are like those two that are just going to come down and play run defense. And you know, everybody else passed on that team. You had to come out and pass on them, and they they thought they were just come out and do the same damn thing they've been doing every single week. And they're talking about adjustments and how they play to people. The, the Saints aren't going to adjust. They're not going to be like, they're not going to do these different schematics. They're going to play the same thing every single week. They've been doing it for like seven years. Yeah. You know? Uh, I don't know. Keep going. I mean, they were beat up in the secondary too. Like, yeah. more Sean Lattimore, I don't, think, I don't think he played, right? He didn't yeah. play. I mean, and like, too, like the Saints were, they were, like, you tell, like, there was a few plays where I was like taking notice. Like, they were playing. We're not going to let Jacobs beat us. They loaded up that box. I mean, pretty much every time they could. And then the Raiders got beat up up front. You know, we've been talking about this offensive line. Everyone wants to tote about how great they've been the last few weeks. I mean, definitely think they've been better. I don't think – I thought they were getting a little overhyped, and I think you saw it today. And they went up against guys like Marcus Davenport, who has been having a good year and end up having a career day. Colton Miller, like we were talking about before the show, Colton Miller was getting his lunch eaten by Marcus Davenport, both as a pass rusher and against the run. I mean – Davenport, I think he got one sack on him. Um, I know he got at least like two, three pressures, and then they had that fly sweep to Adams that was there. But Colton Miller gets beat on the inside, and it's a third down stop. So can't run the can't run the ball when you can't block him up front. And they were overmatched in the trenches today for sure. Yeah, and, and you know when you go against like an old school shape team like the Saints, and you want to play twenty one personnel and have all these guys in there, I mean they're going to be prepared to play inside that box and play inside that tight man coverage too they're gonna be ready for that so i mean the guys gotta win outside and you know it, it's and your, your quarterbacks he's off he's off on that day and i always talk yeah. about this you know Derek Carr, he has his he's gonna have his off days and when he's having good days you got to win those games the raiders lost two of those games when he has some good games you waste them and he, here he comes he has the dud and then yeah i knew this was coming too i, I felt it I kind of called it on my quarterback <laughs> podcast. Anybody listens to it, <laughs> you know, you don't waste them. So it, it happens, and it's just going to be. I mean, watch next week. They might come out and piss us off and make everybody else excited, and then that's why I hate this but, team right now. So that's, that's what I'm mad about. Yeah, I, that's why key, I hate this team right now. That's, that's why I hate them. But go ahead. This is 
this is an <laughs> oak, like as far as getting uh, as far as a loss goes, getting one of those duds out because Derek Carr is always doing like two or three dud games, right? Getting one of those out of the system, getting uh uh you know letting Josh McDaniels realize okay I can't just run 21 personnel and just do the exact same thing every single week. Okay. You kind of, you know, uh, Devonte Adams, he had the flu, Darren Waller, hamstring tightened up. You couldn't do anything. Right. It was, it was a perfect storm of terrible things to happen. You just get, get it all out of your system. All right. And move on. But I still feel like this is a crushing blow to the season. Like this is, this is it. Oh right? yeah. Oh yeah. It, it, it yeah. is. Oh, I 100% agree with that. Um, we didn't even get to defense yet, but I mean, it is a crush blow of the season. But I, 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 I mean, this team is just, they want to. I mean, I think we, I think we talked about this like, right after. Show yeah. some like, but whatever. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I feel like we talked about this like right before the bye, like right after the Chiefs game. Like the Raiders had six winnable games in front of them, like this, this six game stretch that they're in right now, but they like had to win six because right now like, they're going to go up. Now they're playing. Next week they got the Jags. I feel like they can beat the Jags. So be no problem. Colts. Who knows how Sam Ellinger works? And then they get the Broncos. So they do get a good stretch. They play Seahawks, who are clearly not a bad team right now. Like that's not nearly like that's not the game we thought it was going to be two three weeks ago. Chargers still going to be it's going to be a tough game. Rams. It's going to be another tough game in L.A. And then Patriots and whatever. So it's their schedule now becomes. What was an easy schedule now looks more like a gauntlet, partly because other teams are playing better, like the Seahawks and two. Like this was a game that we thought they had to win. They had they could not drop with starting one and four. Like like they didn't give themselves enough leeway in front of the bye to have a game like this, which is the problem. Which is I think we should get at. Right. It's not talking about the eight nine trajectory this team is on. I don't want to talk about it. Now. I was about to say that is like when we were talking about like the draft position, like that is exactly where this team is heading. Like they'll probably, like I said, they'll probably beat the Jags. I think they can beat the Colts. Hell, they'll probably at this point come up with some like crazy. Yeah, they're going to surprise teams. us. Yeah. When, like, gonna when we don't yeah. want them to win, they're going to beat exactly. someone. That's what it's going to happen. Yeah. So yeah, because everybody's gonna be super down this week. It's gonna be like crazy. Everybody's gonna be super down. People are gonna be screaming at each other about all these different types of things. What, what's gonna happen? What's gonna happen? And you know, it's just this next week. I don't know. But anyways, thoughts on the defensive performance? Uh, you know, I mean, I thought I the mean, defense like to feel, start look the game, field position, field position. Yeah, I was yeah, gonna say, I mean, come on. What, first what can you do? Was bad. The first touchdown for drive was bad. Like they gave up, like whatever. But yeah, one of them at one point they gave up ten points and only gave up like fifty yards. Yeah, yeah. Like, they had that right. one touchdown that they like started at like the uh, at like the forty-five, right? And then they had one drive where they like they, I think it was that car's interception or the fake field goal or the fake punt. Excuse me. Oh, that was that, that was crazy. Work, where they gave up nine yards, yeah, gave up I points, mean, and even the even the like seventy-five yard drive that they gave up at uh, at the end, I think like. What yeah. the the Saints like? They gave him like an extra. AJ Cole missed the punt and gave it to him at the sixteen. And then they had a hold to give it to him at the twenty six. So a ball that could have been within the five or the ten ended up being a, a, a like a kickoff touchback. Like they could not help out the defense whatsoever, offensively or defensively. No, no, again, no, I, theme of the year. Theme of the year. I, yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, the defense didn't get any help today at all. I I, I feel like they. I mean, they had a chance to kind of stop this team a little bit at certain points, but you know, the, I mean, the offense just—I don't know what happened with what happened with any of that. They just didn't show up. 
I mean, yeah. So I mean, it, they gave him no help, especially when you, you cross the fifty. The the I mean, it's it's just stupid. It's just ridiculous. So. At the end of the day, your your offense scores zero points, so it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Like what? What's the defense supposed to do? Hold them to zero? You have a zero-zero yeah. zero tie. Yeah, yeah, you know, man. Like, what also, what does like the defense do? About, yeah, and like we we're just talking about, the offense also kind of gave up points in the fact that like they put the rate their defense in such right. terrible spots with right. the pick with the or the other stuff. So it's like the yeah. offense was more negative than it was positive. Yeah. So it didn't matter this what. is a throwaway game. This is a throwaway yeah. game. Complete the third, the reverse of third and one, bro. Like that, let me. I was like, oh, okay, all right. This is, this is the type of game this is. I, I mean, did, did did the coaching staff go out too? I don't know. Like, I, I feel like maybe the coaching right. staff went out when they're calling reverses on uh, third and one with Josh Jacobs on your team. You know what I mean? Like, I will say that, like that, like fly sweep that they ran, like that was there. Just Colt Miller, like I said, got his ass kicked. <laughs> You're having a non-running back get a key third and one. I mean, even with the flow of the game, the game, the way the game was going. This is this is a coach out coaching himself. Yeah, yeah, with the reverse, and, and, then, and then they did it. Then they tried to do a fake punt. Like at least, at least flip the field. It's no. it's funny. We we love to make fun of Brandon Staley for going for it. Like uh, I guess the Chargers or whatever. Like the on that that. Uh, gave the Raiders like the ball at like the 25 or whatever. That basically was the same call as the fake punch, just instead of, except the Raiders tried to get more, the Raiders tried to get cuter with it. I mean, think about it. The Raiders were down. They go for it in their own territory, don't get it, and give the Saints a short field. Like, yeah. pretty similar call that a lot of people call Brandon Staley an idiot for. Granted, less on the line, but same time. Like we were just talking about this, could yeah. Be the way, the playoffs. <laughs> for McDaniel's, McDaniel's like, yeah, who cares? What, what, what do we have to lose here? This team sucks, right? Like, come on, yeah, maybe, nuts. you know, maybe the maybe playoffs weren't hanging in the balance at maybe. all. This team, playoffs, playoffs, yeah. like, come on, they got you know, up, to, they got up to like, they're like with the comp picks. I think someone tweeted out, it's like there could be up to like 12 picks right now, so <laughs> 12 picks, yeah, maybe <laughs> 12 picks, man. All those, all those picks. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I do say, I will say about the, the defense D-line, though, D-tackles had another rough day, including Andrew Billings, who's been the one saving grace for the day. Like, that was, like, the one thing. Like, if we're looking back on, like, the one thing that defense can definitely improve, it's one figuring out how to cover a guy like Alvin Kamara and just stop Alvin Kamara in general. But the run game was not great. Like, both sides of the trenches, again. Not what I was hoping. Yeah, to see and uh, Anthony Avery. I don't, think, I don't think he's. Uh, we got to figure out him out. We got. Oh, yeah. Sam, Sam Webb got to get out there. Avery. Uh, he is just just toast out there. He's just getting burned. I mean, whatever you want to, whatever term you want to call for it. Anthony Avery is getting burned by everybody. He's getting burned by you know practice squad guys. Everybody, no, everybody's beating Anthony Avery right now. So. Uh, He's literally a liability out there. I, you know, I, I, yeah. I honestly think if they played somebody else, then maybe the secondary might have held up on some of those third downs. But they just attacked Averett oh, with the Lave. They switched it up. They gave it Callaway. Everybody, <laughs> they switched it up. And whoever he was guarding, they went there. So obviously, there's something up there, and maybe they got to try to figure out something else and try to give some of these young guys, you know, a play. Maybe we're talking about. Yeah, I mean, uh, going to, go ahead. Maybe Averett needs to go on injury reserve. Maybe, maybe you know. Because that is not the player that was, you know, came in and started for Baltimore all, all year last year. That's not that's yeah. not the guy. So um, that's tough. That's tough. 
that he's having a, a downswing. I agree Sam Webb should get in there for sure. That would be um, – at, at this point, there's really nothing to lose here. So let's see what Sam Webb has. Let's see what, you know, some of these other these, – these younger safeties too, you know, um, have as well. They have Paul Mal and uh, maybe even some of these linebackers, honestly, because the linebacker play, it's not like it's great. So maybe seeing what Masterson can do yeah. in a starting yeah. role or something like that at this point, I would – you know, because it can't. It's it's not like the defense. Yeah, we could we could say, oh, the defense had a terrible situation, but it's not like they played great in a terrible situation. Yeah, they still played sure. like below average in a terrible situation. So, yeah, yeah, and and you know, yeah, getting some of these young linebackers, you never know what some of these guys can do, especially at the linebacker position. You can find some some pretty good players undrafted. So maybe Masterson has some chance to come in there. I mean, they I think Darian Butler still. Around too. I don't know if he's on the practice squad or wherever he's at, he's at right now. But he was suited um, up today. I'm, I'm pretty sure I saw him on the sideline. I think. Yeah, because Diablo's not cutting it. Um, yeah, I mean Perryman. I mean, he does his job. He does. His, he does what he does. You know. So, uh, but you know, they got to mix I it in. Like he's been, I was. I was gonna say. I feel like Perryman's been missing and lunging a lot of tackles this year. Like he doesn't. He seems like he's like almost trying to play a little bit of hero ball. Like he like comes downhill a little bit too hard. And ends up uh, leaving his feet and whipping. I don't know about you guys, but I felt like I noticed that a few times at least today. Yeah, I'm beating him to speak to that. Yeah, I mean, he's just playing a different style. And I talked about this a lot. This is not the style that Denzel Perryman played at a Pro Bowl level last year. It's a completely different style of defense. You know, uh, I I remember people were like, what do you mean Denzel Perryman's like a lock to be an impact player? Like, what do you mean? Like, he's one of our best players. And I was like, no, this is not, this is a completely different scheme. So, and he's a little guy doing that too. Like the downhill stuff, like you're saying, Matt. Yeah. He's literally the smallest linebacker in the NFL. So um, I, 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 I don't think that he's comfortable doing it. And I don't think that he's going to last anyway, you know, 17 games doing it either. I mean, which has already happened, which has already come true. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, he's missed games already. So, and even Blake Martinez, like he's coming there, he really hasn't done anything really special either. Kind of fill in there. They kind of brought him in, so maybe he's trying to look at some of these young guys, which I kind of feel like they're kind of scared to do a little bit too. Kind of look at these younger players. Um, you know, even with the Alex Bars experiment that they've been doing, I mean, they got away with it for a little bit, and I feel like that really, you know, there's some thing saying some of these things to kind of. They kind of pop up when you don't want them to, and you kind of been hiding some of these guys. You know, I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens with the offensive line going forward, but yeah, I, I don't. I because because to me with this game, like I, I really just want I want to go watch the film. I, I want to see what the hell happened because <laughs> <laughs> I saw a lot of looking looking at places that see him getting sacked. Like, is it on him? Is it the the line? Is it whatever? I want to try to get try to see what's going on in the secondary to see why there, there wasn't a lot happening back there. So, I mean, that's kind of where I'm at with this game. I, that's what I've been thinking about since the game ended. I'm trying to see what's going on. I'm trying to get this film. And, on know. a bit of a bit of a side note, Marcus, I'm curious because bars like bars to Simpson, like, is there that much of a difference? Because I mean, I felt like when I was watching Simpson this year at the beginning of the year, I, I mean, he wasn't like 
making it devastating blocks, but I didn't feel like it was that big of an issue. And I watched Alex Bars and it's like, like, I feel like he keeps popping up in negative ways every time I watch a film, even when I'm not watching it. Like, like is there, was there, was Simpson playing that bad that he needed to be benched like this and this guy's still rolling out there? Like, I, I'm trying to figure out why why Bars is still out there at, at this point, to be honest. I, did you guys, I, I don't know, man. I mean, he's playing, I mean, Simpson wasn't playing like Lawson. He wasn't playing like Gray. Right, I mean, he's right. playing average, right? I mean, he's playing some average. Right, and that's football. what I mean. I, I thought he's playing better than Bars, though. I mean, I thought he. I, I, I think in the run game, Simpson is not as good as Alex Bars, and I think that's what they thought. Their thought process is Simpson is better. Really? Yes, I think I, I think Simpson is not as consistent in run blocking, like because a lot of his technique issues pops up more in run blocking than it does in pass blocking. He's a way better pass blocker. Pass blocker, he, he actually pretty solid. I mean, as a pass blocking guard, he picks up stunts really well. He communicates he's a better with, athlete. Yeah, he could. He communicates really well with Colt Miller and a lot of that with pass blocking. But when it comes to run blocking, it's I mean, he has he does have some issues there more there than he does as a pass blocker. Which Alex Bars is better as a run blocker. So I mean, that's their thought process. But what happens is, and then you get to, into this type of game where you got a pass, which happens every time they have Alex Bars out there when they get into got a pass mode, and he just starts getting murdered. And yeah. I'm pretty sure they should just game. swap these guys. Like <laughs> maybe like, I don't know. Maybe. Like okay, Simpson we're we're coming from behind. Put Simpson in. You know, like <laughs> it's like basketball when you have like the you have it's like basketball. You have your like defense team and you're like your three team. They have their run right. pass offensive line. I like it. Like we get hockey shifts going in and out. Right. Plays. Yeah, I like it. I like Might it. as well, man. They already they already Don't rotate, make guys. This guy play the whole game. Come on, like give him a rest. You know, great job, Bars. Great job. You were blocking. The, <laughs> you were blocking the crap out of that run game in there. Okay, now take a seat. Let the, the pass is, pass protector get in there. I don't understand. I mean, the thing is, like, maybe I need to go back and like actually like sit down and chart it. But I feel like I watch bars like blow run blocks too. I don't. I mean, like, I, I like they made the switch. They flipped a, uh, they flipped Parham and Bars right in that weird switch. And I feel like both of them have been playing. I mean, Bars has been playing as bad as he was on the other side. And I feel like Parham's been playing a lot worse. Than uh, I mean, uh, Bars didn't have a blown block this past game in the run game, but every other game he's had at least two in the run game. So I'll, gotcha. I'll tell you that, man. I, I do chart that, and he is he is terrible. Yes, he's definitely a terrible player. And it, but, but they've been getting away with it. They've been getting away with it because they've been able to consistently be in the top of the lead and run the ball, right? And, and then what happens is when you when you have to pass, you have a, a linebacker leaking right through, and you know Derek Carr has to get hit, and they're running into each other. It wouldn't even matter, and who knows where the ball would have went? I don't even still, you know, they talk about oh, that would have been a touchdown. No, it probably would have been Derek. That would have been I don't know where that ball was going. But what happened on that play, though, is that Alex Bars and those guys is there, and they don't communicate, and the guy just runs right through him, right to him. So, you know, sure, it looks really cool when, uh, you know, Josh Jacobs is also dodging eight guys, too, and then making a run as well. Uh, it looks really cool, but then when he can't dodge people, and then, you know, they got, you know, these linebackers, Pete Warren, DeMario Davis, are hitting these, hitting these guards when they're pulling, you know, hard. I showed that on the preview too, man. I'm pretty pretty sure I'm going to see that when I watch. Um, yeah, it, that that that, that 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 stuff's not going to work, and you're going to have to pass with some pass protectors. I mean, it's, today's NFL, man. You can't have the the run blocking guard in there, and it's going to come in. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. Whatever. Ah, uh, man. 
it, it was working. It was they were scoring 30 points a game. It was working, you know, and you know, I was just watching him get beat over and over again. But then why the, the, I, I noticed I noticed that, Matt. They they changed Parham to the right. left side. Why do they keep doing this? Are they gonna they're, settle they're on trying to find an offensive line for next year? They, I mean they did it like yeah. if you go back and watch the Patriots, some so, somebody sent me that and I looked it up and they literally were setting up the offensive line for the next year and they like added like one drafting. So they're probably like planning to draft somebody, right? Probably planning to draft like a right tackle or something. And then they're gonna, you know, move put Parham where they want to put him. They're probably gonna keep James because they like James. James is playing pretty well. They like him. They like Miller. And then they'll, they'll probably find another guard somewhere. But they're they're trying to figure out where they want to put these guys for next year. I'm telling you, that's probably what the, the hell they're doing because that's what they did in New England. So then they they've already writ, written off this year. They already wrote it off. Man. I mean, I kind of like I kind of feel like that, but then like I go back to like. Like, it feels like they're trying to play both sides and it's not working at all. Like, it feels like, you know what I mean? Like, they're like, like, they're doing the things like getting rid of like the guy, they're trying to get their guys or whatever, get their guys in, like you're talking about, like get their offensive line. But at the same time, like it, you can't ignore the fact that they also brought in a 30 year old receiver and 32 year old pass rusher. Like, like, I feel like they tried to like play both sides, tried to like fix it as they go and it's blown up in their face. And, and everything, everything's in three year deals too, which is kind yeah. of like, show me what their thought process was. Everything's yeah. a three-year deal. So they, they, they decided we're going to put this into year three, yeah. year one, year two, year three type of aspect, and they're kind of filling their players inside of it. So, you know what I'm saying? I, I don't know what they're going to focus on in the draft or where they're going to go. And, you know, I, I know where people want to go with that, but, you know, <laughs> I don't know where they want to go. But uh, it's it's – it, we, we don't know what they're going to do, what their plan is, because everything is set up for three years. We don't know what exactly what their thought process. But yes, BD, when I saw that they had in 2016, they brought in like Shaq Mason and all those guys who actually ended up being that offensive line for the next five years. <laughs> it's like, oh, OK, they're like trying to decide who the offensive line is going to be for this team. It's like a year. It's like a year tryout. But I guess what's what part, I don't know, maybe this makes, I don't want to put words in your mouth here, BD, but I think part of the question too is like, if Parham was playing r- well at right guard, why move him to left? Like, yes. why not just leave him? Like, even if that's he's going to be like, you're like looking for the offensive line of the future. I mean, I guess maybe you want him and Colton Miller to get continuity together and start building that relationship. But like, if a guy is just good at this spot and like this side, like, why not just leave him there? Granted, Parham's played every position on the offensive line. So maybe that's part of it too. But like, it just seems weird to me. It's like, why are you putting this guy in a disadvantage, like a disadvantageous situation? But yeah. But they've been doing this all year. Yeah. Yeah. Why do you continue to keep doing it? Yeah. So it's, it's clear that like, this is their plan. And it, it really honestly feels like, you know, just from a fan's perspective, it feels like they went into this year with, you know, like, you know, with one leg chopped off already, you know, and and we're we're tr- we're trying to see what they can do, right? Yeah. Uh, but it's but it's it, we it's it, it's it's in game. We already know the result. We already know what the result's going to be. It's it's all about next year, unfortunately. That's that's how I feel. So my conspiracy theory is, I think they went into this year thinking they were going to win. I think they they thought 
They got uh, Devontae Adams. They signed all these deals. And they thought they were going to coach up this offensive line. I really feel like they thought they were going to come in. They're going to coach these guys up. And once they realized they couldn't, they're like, all right, uh, let's just uh, play a little musical chairs. We're not going to be too good on offense because this offensive line is not going to hold up. And we're not going to score as many points as we thought. And then the kind of season just kind of went along like, like that. That's that's kind of what I feel like because I feel like they watched the offensive line training camp and they decided that it, this is not going to work. Because, I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like I mean, Leatherwood was there. I mean, like Leatherwood's gone. You know, a lot of the stuff they talked about early on. Yeah, it, it, I will say, like one of the common themes and one of the things that kind of felt like for the whole season, especially when it comes to the offensive line, is it feels like whatever worst case scenario they envisioned was not as bad as what it is is right now. Like they they had envisioned that between Brandon Parker and Alex Leatherwood in, in training camp, one of them would have at least figured it out enough to be like serviceable right tackle not even a good one but just like to at least stay on the freaking roster and then when that blew up and then john simpson's not playing well or not playing to their standards for what they're looking for you're calling up alex bars off the practice squad or man he made the roster but whatever like you're calling up alex bars who hasn't made the start in his nfl career and now he's playing like it feels like it's like this they did not plan for the absolute worst case scenario which is exactly what's happening yeah, yeah, I, I, I don't think they looked in the offensive line at all. Really, I mean, yeah, they resigned. They yeah. resigned re Brandon Parker because they couldn't. They couldn't find anybody else. They resigned him after the draft because the draft well was gone, and then they ended up with Thayer Munford as their only uh, uh, right tackle or like offensive tackle addition at that point. Yeah, and then when, when you got to pass Thayer Munford too, what happens? He just starts getting beat. It doesn't look as good as when. Uh, it's only 20, 21 pass snaps, and it start, when it turns into <laughs> the mm. pass snaps, it's right. looking good. 21 yeah. pass snaps, eight of them were play action. Come on. Yeah. All right. All right. All right, guys. We're going long here. Um, we we'll talk about this future of the Raiders because they're going to probably win next, the win like win the next two games, and then have us thinking, can they make the playoffs? Is the wild card possible? No. And uh, being stupid here. So, I'm telling uh, you right now, we're not. I'm, right, I'm not right, getting on that train. <laughs> All right, no point. Okay, okay. All right, <laughs> it's over. All right, it. anyway. we've turned BD. We've turned BD. But I do have one question since we're talking about the future. One question okay. to throw out there. Mm-hmm. So we've been talking about the future. Keep saying how this season's a loss. We talked about in the past, Josh Jacobs. The Bills trade deadline's on Tuesday. Bills call on Monday. What's are, would you even hear out the offer? They've been linked to a lot of running backs, linked to McCaffrey all throughout the trade deadline, and all this other stuff. What would you accept from the Bills for Josh Jacobs, or would you even t- pick up the phone? <laughs> and like we've talked about before, it seems like all signs are pointed to Josh Jacobs walking in for you. I mean, if I felt more comfortable with, with Samir White, then I would uh, take the phone call, but I don't, so I would probably hang up. But we were I talking know. about this season. <laughs> <locked anyway. laughs> what is this? Huge what is- drop off. Such a huge drop off. <laughs> I mean, like. I, 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 I was playing play respectable football this year. Click. Respectable football. We're just talking about. We're just talking about how I'm going eight and eight or eight and nine is terrible. Here's why. Here's why, Matt. Here's why it's a no. Here's why it's a no, Matt. Uh, without Jacobs, like, are people even going to come watch these games? <laughs> no, they're not. I mean that doesn't matter to me. I just, I, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm Mark Davis. Mark Davis is going to. 
veto that one quick. He's gonna be like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> he puts butts yeah. in the seats. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's like, relax, relax. They, they, they're coming to see Jacobs. I mean, like, come on, Zamir White has been no good. He's been no good. So we can't. It's Britain yeah. Brown time, baby. I guess so. <laughs> yeah, maybe Britain. Maybe Britain Brown. Maybe Britain Brown. I mean, the, the, that that would be the the tank of the tanks if they trade. <laughs> exactly. But what it, that, that, okay, that's so why they're tanking. Say, say you get a third round pick. Oh, you can get a third round pick for Josh Jacobs. Tanking for a third. And tanking for a third. I mean. The guy's gonna walk in free agency unless no. you give him fifteen million a year, and you've already uh, paid. 15. I don't know. A third, a third round pick? No, no. It's gotta be second at least, right? No, you just use them all year. Let, let, let them build yeah, up the stats, them. right? And then, you, and then, it, and then, if B. John Robinson falls to you, just there you a go. Third round pick. Okay, but again, you let like if you don't make the playoffs, you let him walk in in free agency. You get nothing. I don't know. Bijan Robinson, people are going to hate on him. He's not going to go top 10 anyways. He probably should. So he's going to be around 2017. You're right? talking about uh, Bijan uh, uh, Robinson? Bad, Texas, Texas, Texas. He's Texas. going to be around the 15, 20 range. Yeah. Everybody's going to hate on running backs. So he's going to get a lot of hate. He's going to be around the 15, 20 range. I'm just saying. Okay. I love Bijan Robinson. But if the Raiders have this bad of a problem on their offensive line and they take a running back in the first round, I would be livid. They have 12 what picks. Yeah, I'm not they have 12 picks, happy. Matt. What's up? They have 12 picks. They have 12 picks. <laughs> even more. Even better. You can get a running back later. More chances to get a running back in the middle of the draft. I, I'm yeah, saying. I agree. The Raiders, I, agree. If the, if the, I agree. Depending on how free agency went, I would lose my shit. <laughs> like... That would be the most Josh McDaniels thing, though. That would be the most Josh McDaniels thing ever. Oh, yep. I'm not going to rule it out. Now that you put it in my head, I'm like, this is probably going to happen. I'm like, this this is what's, this is definitely what's going to happen, especially after spending Sony, you know, your Michelle, second pick. guys. He, he shares carries too. Bijan Robinson shares carries too, Matt. They love that. He just he doesn't he doesn't take the whole full workload. Third down First back. Round. That's Raiders, that Raiders all over it, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna do. I have visions of just like just nightmares of me doing all this draft prep just for them to like take someone like that in the first round and be, be like trade up for him too. Like, no, trade, yeah. That's every year, last three years. Yeah. Or, or they'll have them like trade up into the, the top five. Right. And have all the fans excited for a quarterback and they take you like Jelani Carter, which I'm like, yo, that, that's dope. But then, you know, you're like, wow, you jump, jump that high for a DT, huh? <laughs> <laughs> They're going to do something like that. Oh, you mean oh, talking Jalen Carter? Oh, Jalen, I said Jelani. Yeah, it's Jelani. I was like, wait a minute. I was thinking, I, Jalen. I was thinking that. Yeah, yeah got gotcha. you. It, it's, 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 it's delirious. The Raiders didn't score a point. All right, let's go. Let's go. All right, let's get out of here, guys. All right. <laughs> <laughs> subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. It's a long instant reaction. Hope you guys enjoyed some of that reaction. I don't know what's happening in the comments. I'm pretty sure some uh, got some interesting comments there. But uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, hopefully, you know, I don't know. Hopefully they play better than this the rest of the year. Let's just say that. <laughs> Whatever happens the rest of the year, it's better than this. Just That's play that better on the court board. Yeah. Play better than that. Hopefully, hopefully they play better than this. Hopefully, put that on the court board. <laughs> yeah. Include the score at the bottom. Yeah, play better than this. There you go. That that should be the uh, the mantra of the year. For From just win, baby, baby, to play better than this. <laughs> <laughs> just play better than this. Exactly. Hashtag just play better than this. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> All right, guys. All right, right here. See you. Later, y'all. See ya.